Welcome to the Brain Health Journey podcast with Brittany and Tish, where we talk about all things ADHD and other brain health related topics. And after last week's podcast episode, we thought we would do something a little more uplifting and a little positive today. And so we are going to be discussing a couple of the positives of ADHD that we feel we have and many others with ADHD also have. Uh, So Tish, I don't know if you had something in mind that you would like to talk about, something that you see in yourself or just kind of a lot of us as a whole in this community. Yeah. So I'm going to be really transparent. It, it took me a little time to figure out what are the advantages and positives for me with having ADHD because everyone is different. And so there are two that stand out for me. And I think that the first one is resilience. And I think for me, that comes from, I've had no choice, but to be resilient throughout my entire life to be able to really, you know, cope with all the stress and the hurdles and all the things that a lot of us go through that have ADHD and really having to kind of think outside the box to do things differently than a neurotypical, typical person. And I think that that really does take a lot of resilience in, in people. And so, you know, one thing with that, just like I said, it's the resilience comes from, it may look like, um, and people with ADHD is really just navigating through a neurotypical world. And also we have stigma that we face with, with having ADHD. And I think that with that stigma, we have to have thick skin and we have to have a really strong backbone to be able to really navigate through this world with some of the challenges that we do have. And so um, I think the stigma is another reason why resilience comes to mind for me um, with this. And also I think that, you know, another thing for me, and again, I had to really think about this to be able to come up with something or actually two or three things. And I think determination um, is Mm -hmm. the second thing for me. And so resilience and determination do go hand in hand. Um, because, you know, when you're determined about something, you are out to achieve something, you have something in mind, you have a goal, you want to get through school, you want to, you know, whatever it may be, that takes determination. And I think with the combination of that determination and resilience, nothing can stop us. Honestly, I really think that I'm not that neurotypicals are not resilient and, you know, they're not, they don't have that determination because they do. But I think that a lot of people who have ADHD, that is like a core strength of theirs. It's a core advantage of theirs because we do often have to just try to put a square peg in a round hole sometimes, you know, because we're trying to think of ways that work for our brain because we don't our brains just don't operate exactly the same as a neurotypical brain. And so pushing through that and having that and and really kind of building that over time and throughout life, I don't think if I didn't have resilience and determination, I don't think I would be where I am today. I really don't. It really, it took both of those things combined to get through special education for 10 years. And then decided to go to college and I already had kind of the, some things stacked up against me with that because I had not, I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but 
I'd never taken algebra. I had never read an entire book. And so I went into college not knowing a lot of stuff that I should have known. While special education was absolutely amazing, I don't know where it, where I'd be if I didn't have that opportunity and that those accommodations made for me. Um, but yeah, you know, just looking back through that and where I am today with, you know, all the, the schooling that I've gone through, I, I don't think I would have been able to make it if I did not have that resilience um, to the core to make it through. So, but how about you? And, you know, I, I first want to say like the resilience and determination that, like you said, I mean, it's almost like that is the core because we are navigating and living in this world that doesn't always work for us. And it is really, really hard to do. And something that kind of came to mind very quickly, you know, I even think of kids that wake up, well, and adults with ADHD too, but, you know, wake up at five, six in the morning to go to school and, you know, they want to do well and they're studying and they're, you know, they're doing their thing and they want to, they want to do well. But then I think about, you know, the whole melatonin production, how ours seems to be delayed. And so that can cause us to have some insomnia and sleep issues, which in turn is not going to make it easy for us to get right. up in the morning and it may affect our symptoms with ADHD and everything. And, but then, you know, I remember people like my uncle saying, well, the world, the world is going from like eight to five. That's just when it happens. And that's, when everybody is up and, you know, it's like, okay. So like this is, so kind of like full circle back to what you were saying, everybody's like, well, that this is just how it goes. And, mm -hmm. but for us, it's like, and that's just one little thing I'm talking about. One little right. thing that I'm mentioning where it's like, you know, it's a big deal. Sleep is a big deal. And when that's impacted, I mean, yeah, that's going to take a lot of resilience and determination and right. Yeah, I'm so glad that you talked about all of that. Um, one thing I wanted to mention is the high-paced jobs that many people with ADHD seem to do well in. So ER doctors and trauma surgeons, police officers, EMTs. I don't know if there's other jobs that you can think of off the top of your head, but so many will say, you know, well, I can't like sit at a desk all day and, you know, it's boring and I'm just sitting there and there's no excitement and, you know, but like an ER doctor, let's say, I mean, you, you could be having like a boring spurt of let's, you know, a few hours or even a day, but like, oh my gosh, when it is all coming in at once and you have all of these patients going through all these things where they all need attention right now. I mean, your adrenaline Mm -hmm. is pumping your dopamine is going up and that's what we start craving that's what we crave and right that's almost how we thrive and so it's those kind of environments where we thrive in where a lot of other people they they struggle they i mean like they freeze up you know oh my gosh i can't like i can't do this this is too much i'm gonna go over here instead mm -hmm. and i just think it's it's just one of those things where you know, if a lot of people with ADHD do well in these high paced jobs, we need people in these jobs and we need them to do well. And we need them to be able to just like go in there without thinking too long, 
being able to respond quickly and actually do well in the environment. And I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Is that, yeah, it, absolutely. And I know that, you know, we talked some about this uh, before, but it's that sense of urgency is when typically our, you know, ADHD brains work the best is when we're having to, you know, uh, sit or do I have an office job or whatever it may be. While we can do that, it's going to be, it may be a challenge, but we really thrive in those jobs where we have that sense of urgency. Like you said, like an emergency physician or any, really any type of uh, medical profession, you know, registered nurse, LPN, radiology, phlebotomy, whatever it may be. And so it's just, that's when our brain really sparks up. And that's when we do, I feel, I feel this is my opinion that when we do our best is when we don't, we have, we have to do it. We don't have a choice, you know? So, yeah. And that kind of goes along with the procrastination thing, because in some other environments with jobs, you have all this time in the world to figure something out. Not, not literally all the time in the world, but you know, like with an ER doctor, let's say, you don't have hours to like figure something out. You have to do it right now. And so it is that sense of urgency. And I think that's why we procrastinate so much because like I said, we thrive with that, you know, that intense dopamine hit and that sense of urgency. Um, so I think that's why we procrastinate sometimes that one reason why we do that. Sure. Um, another thing I do feel, feel for me, at least, I think some of my compassion and empathy and open-mindedness does come from my ADHD, but I kind of struggle saying that too, because I know some say they have more of the black and white thinking, which I do in some areas of my life. Absolutely. Um, And then I'll read articles where it says, you know, like a lack of empathy often happens in people with ADHD. And to me, it's like, I don't see a lack of empathy in people with ADHD. I I mean, I'm sure it's out there. Sure. But what I see is, what I see is much different. And I do feel the same with me as well. I think like with my imagination and creativity, I think that helps me to be more Mm open-minded. And so- I'm able to kind of see everyone's point of view most of the time, Mm -hmm. not, not every time. Sometimes there are times where I'm like, okay, you are, you are absolutely wrong, but I do feel like most of the time I'm able to see everyone's point of view and I hear what everybody is saying. And so I don't know, kind of helps me have that compassion and empathy and kind of, kind of like bringing it together, I guess. And I feel like it stems from my ADHD. Maybe it doesn't, but I feel like it does. I agree with that, especially with the compassion piece of it. And this is just my theory on this. I don't think there's any research to back this up, but this is kind of how my brain works when we're talking about, you know, ADHD and in the compassion piece of it. I do see a lot of people with ADHD, they do have empathy and they do have compassion. And I think it's because we know how it feels to have to go through life and we have challenges and there are so many struggles for us. And so we can relate to a lot of people who we see that are struggling and going through things in life. And also a piece of this is that, and we, we mentioned this in a previous episode is that people with ADHD, I mean, they, 
they do have impulse behaviors and they do can get mm-hmm. their self into trouble and financially or whatever it may be. And so <clears throat> with that, you know, there's a compete, there's a layer of compassion for people who are homeless and struggling with finances and things, because we know how it, it feels. Most of us know, knows yeah. how it feels to overspend or, you know, imp- impulse buy something or, just do something without thinking about it. And thank goodness we didn't land in jail. You know, we just right. <laughs> have it not to land in jail where somebody else may have. So yeah, I think that compassion piece really comes from um, just the things that we have lived through throughout our life. So we can kind of see things a little differently um, through a different lens, I guess you could say, where, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's a good way to put it. Seeing it through a different lens. I think that's a really good way to put it. I, yeah, I think everything that you said makes sense because there's times where, I don't know, let's even consider a drug addict. You know, Mm -hmm. you have people around you, like, you know what, they're making their own decisions. They got themselves into this mess, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it makes me want to say like, you know, and I have said this to some people, you know, so you're telling me you've never like, taken a sip of alcohol or done any drug and you just happen to be the lucky one that didn't get caught and you happen to be the lucky one that it didn't grab sure. a hold of. Yeah. That's what you're, I mean, that's all it is. You're, you're right. just the lucky one where it didn't get a hold of you. It didn't right. hijack your brain and you didn't get caught. Exactly. So what are you doing judging? Yeah. And it, there's a self-medication piece to that too. If people, you know, are yeah. not getting um, the proper treatment for their ADHD, uh, we, I could very easily become addicted to things uh, very easily. Yeah. If I was not, you know, going to therapy or, you know, taking the proper prescribed medication to help treat this for me, um, I could not imagine, I, I would probably try to self-medicate. I, I probably yeah. would do that with whatever it may be, alcohol, you know, drugs or whatever, you know, it could be, but so that, that compassion comes to, from that, you know, I could see when I see someone who is struggling with a drug addiction, or I see a homeless person, you know, trying to find work, you know, on the, on the street, it's like, I I could see myself in them in a way. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I could see myself if I was not getting the proper care, I could easily, see myself as being one of them, honestly. And they're people just like we are, they didn't wake up and say, I want to be homeless or a drug addict. There's something, there's always something behind it. They have a story. So, yeah. I agree. And, you know, sometimes it just takes one decision or a couple decisions in our life that kind of change the whole trajectory of it. Sure, sure. I mean, when you really think about it, sometimes it just takes that one decision to change everything. And it's like, well, what if, what if that opportunity didn't even come into your life to make Mm -hmm. that decision, let's say, and then I don't know. And then you ended up going down this whole other path that just, I don't know. So like you said, I think it's, I think that's where the open-mindedness comes in and that compassion where it's like, you know, I can see myself in this person because if this didn't happen and this didn't happen, then I might've ended up like that, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what I mean by like decisions, like some, or yeah. just 
situations that just happen to come along where, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, so our husbands, I guess, is, a, is one example. It's like, my gosh, if my husband wasn't here doing certain things, I mean, <laughs> I would be, well, could be out in the street. There and, is absolutely no telling where I would be. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I need, yeah. I need, I need somebody, I need help. Like I need, I need, it takes a village. <laughs> I need yeah. somebody to help me with my finances. I need somebody to remind me of appointments. I need somebody to, you know, really help keep me on checked and, and in line in a way. And I'm not saying he's controlling or anything like that, but I do need that extra. I need, I need the help. And so if it wasn't for him, so we're very lucky and we're very, fortunate to have all of these things in our, in our life that a lot of people don't have. And again, I think that's another layer of compassion is that, um, you know, realizing that there are people out there, they, they don't have a choice, but to, but to make these, some of these decisions they have to make to, to to survive. And so anyway, yeah, the compassion piece of it is so important. And I absolutely agree with you, um, on that. So, yeah. 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 This is well, Tish, it was really great talking with you about this. I know after last week's episode, we thought, well, maybe we should try to have some balance into it. And I really appreciate everything that you had said. And it, I had a couple light bulb moments myself and yeah, um, I guess we'll wait until the next episode. Yeah. Till the next episode and just leave, I guess, leave this episode is, you know, if you have something you want to do, I know this sounds fluffy and I'm not into the toxic positivity thing um, at all, but if you have something you want to do, try it, give it a try, you know, just don't give up. You are cared about. There are people out there that care about you. And so, yeah, I just want to make sure people understand that, you know, people hear them and they, they're, they're being seen and they matter. So, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Tish. Yeah. Yeah. Till the next episode. Until the next episode.